Hello, this is Pizzicato Ost, and I am Leo Javetsky. It's been almost two years since we've released the last episode of season one. Since then, we've had a few Pizzicato Ost live events, and the concert series is going to continue, which will be announced very soon on our Instagram account. That's Pizzicato Ost in one word, if you're not subscribed yet. With the pandemic, the war in Ukraine, and so many things happening around us, it's quite a different world we're living in now. This makes me even more excited and happy to be able to announce the start of our podcast's second season. I was actually planning to start it earlier and have even prepared a few episodes when all of a sudden a new um, concept came to me. And that made this second season make much more sense in a way. Now, to explain the concept, I have to give some background story. So bear with me and try to follow my train of thought. It's not that easy at this point. You know, somewhere in the margins of uh, proper classical music stands the name of composer Kurt Weil. Most people, even if they don't know the name, are pretty surely familiar with this. verschwunden und so mancher reiche Mann und sein Geld hat Mackie Messer dem man nichts beweisen kann Jenny Taula ward gefunden well, this is the famous Mac the Knife or Mackie Messer, a song from the great collaboration of Kurt Weil and Bertolt Brecht in the uh, Three Penny Opera or Dreigroschen Oper. And you've probably recognized the singer, the great Hildegard Kneff. Kurt Weil was an incredible musician who was able to work in both serious and entertaining genres and had a very distinct style. Uh, having fled Germany in 1933, as many German, European Jews or intellectuals in general did, he uh, soon settled in New York, where he mostly concentrated on creating stage music in the American style of the time. Now, 
I've already said a lot and Kurt Weil definitely deserves at least a few episodes on his own, but this is in the future. In the meantime, I just wanted to refer to one work of his, namely a piece called Lady in the Dark, premiered in 1941 on Broadway. This was a musical show with music by Kurt Weil and lyrics by Ira Gershwin, brother of George Gershwin. It's no use to describe the content of the piece, but in very short, it's about a successful lady um, who goes to psychoanalysis and is torn between two men who are actively courting her. Now, in a sequence of dreams that she describes to her psychoanalyst, she eventually comes to a decision about these men. Quite a plot for a musical, no? And especially in the 1940s. The main character in the musical was played by the famous Gertrude Lawrence. And the 1944 film adaptation stars Ginger Rogers. Miss Elliot, you've heard the charges against you. Have you made up your mind about any of these things? No, I haven't. Do you intend to? I don't know. Can you give this court any reasonable explanation as to why you cannot make up your mind? Yes, I can. There once was a girl named Jenny whose virtues were varied and many excepting that she was inclined always to make up her mind. And Jenny points a moral with which one cannot quarrel as you will find. Who's Jenny? Never heard of Jenny. Jenny is out of place. But I am sure the court'll find Jenny is immortal and has a bearing on this case. Jenny made her mind up when she was three. She herself was going to trim the Christmas tree. Christmas Eve, she lit the candles, tossed the tapers away. Little Jenny was an orphan on Christmas Day. Poor Jenny, bright as a penny, her equal would be hard to find. She lost one dad and mother, a sister and a brother, but she would make up her mind. Jenny made her mind up at 22. To get herself a husband was the thing to do. She got herself all dolled up in her satins and furs, and she got herself a husband, but he wasn't hers. Poor Jenny, right as a penny, her equal would be hard to find. Deserved a bed of roses, but history discloses that she would make up her mind. Jenny made her mind up at 39. She would take a trip to the Argentine. She was only on vacation, but the Latins agree. Jenny was the one who started the good neighbor policy. Poor Jenny, right as a penny, her equal would be hard to find. Oh, passion does not vanish in Portuguese or Spanish, and she would make up her mind. 
Jenny made her mind up at 75 She would live to be the oldest woman alive But gin and rum and destiny play funny tricks And poor Jenny kicked the bucket at 76 Jenny finds a model with which you cannot quarrel Makes a lot of common sense Jenny and her saga that you are gaga if you don't keep sitting on the fence. Jenny and the story point the way to glory to all men and womankind. Anyone with vision comes to this decision. Don't make up, you shouldn't make up, you mustn't make up, or never make up. That was the uh, song of Jenny, kind of a quintessence of the indecisive character in uh, Lady in the Dark. And it's sung by Kurt Weil's wife and muse, the star actress singer Lotte Lenya, who was quite a character herself. And I mean, you gotta love the accent, no? And I mean, the lyrics of Ira Gershwin just so exquisitely funny man i mean you know talk about good old broadway i recently heard this song here in berlin where uh barry koski was doing a uh kurt weil program at the komische oper and the song just wouldn't leave my head ever since i will now play the song to you as recorded by salome kama and i think it will then all come together and become rather self-explanatory. Without the least excuse or the slightest provocation, may I fondly introduce for a mental delectation the names that always give me brain concussion, the names of those composers known as Russian. Malichevsky, Rubinstein, Arensky, and Tchaikovsky, Sapelnikov, Dmitriev, Cherepnin, Kriyanovsky, Godovsky, Artebuchev, Moniusko, Akimenko, Solofiev, Prokofiev, Tiomkin, Koreschenko, there's Glinka, Winkler, Borniansky, Rebikov, Ilyinsky, there's Meta, Valakirev, Zolotarev, and Moshinsky, and Sokolov, and Kopikov, Lukensky, and Klenovsky, and Shostakovich, Borodin, Rier, and Novakovsky, there's Liadov, and Karganov, Markievich, Vanchenko, and Dargomensky, Sherbachev, Skriabin, Vazilenko, Stravinsky, Rimsky, Korsakov, Musovsky, and Krichaninov, and Glazunov, and Chesakwi, Kalinikov, Rachmaninov, Stravinsky, and Krichaninov, Rumshinsky, and Rachmaninov. I really have to stop. The subject has been dwelt upon enough. Stravinsky, Krichaninov, Rumshinsky, Rachmaninov. I really have to stop because you all have undergone enough. I really just have to smile every time I hear this song. So, um, how many names of Russian composers were you able to count? You can go back and listen again and try to count if you like. Apparently, the lyricist 
Ira Gershwin had written the text of this nonsense song in his student years in a college newspaper. Seriously, this is not even a song. It's what they call in the professional language a patter song. It is a rhyming list of names, which the original Broadway performer Danny Kaye rattle off in a speaking, not singing voice as rapidly as possible. It is said that at each performance, Kay tried to break his previous speed record for um, reciting the song. Eventually, it got so fast that the orchestra could not keep up with his tempo and he had to sing it a cappella. Now, this song kept playing in my head and kept making me smile, also because how funny and incorrect uh, some of the names are pronounced. Eventually, then, the idea came to mind to dedicate the uh, second season of the Pizzicato Ost podcast to, well, um, Tchaikovsky and other Russians. Um, so in each episode, we'll try to talk about one piece by one of the composers mentioned in the song. And yes, we were able to count 50 names in the song. I won't read them all out now. And I also can't promise that I'll make 50 episodes, but I'll do my best to keep it interesting and informative. It's also worth mentioning that uh, out of the uh, 50 names... Some would not be called Russian composers in current time standards. For instance, Vladimir Dukelsky, who's mentioned in the song as Dukelsky, is actually more known as American composer Vernon Duke. Also, Monushko, Malyshevsky, and Godovsky are ethnic Poles. That being said, all four were born within what at that time was the Russian Empire, so I'd say it's pretty fair. Oh, and if you have a feeling you've heard this theme before... Russian! Well, that's Kurt Weil coding Tchaikovsky himself, namely the third movement of his sixth symphony. Lastly, let's hear the song Tchaikovsky and Other Russians again, sung by the original performer, Danny Kay. Tchaikovsky? I love Russian composers. There's Malachevsky, Rubenstein, Arensky, and Tchaikovsky, Sapelnikov, Dmitriev, Cherepnik, Rizhinovsky, Godovsky, Atobuchov, Monyusko, Watimenko, Solovy, Eprokovsky, Eprionkin, Goreschenko, there's Kringla, Winkla, Borkny, Antje, Rebekov, and Yinsky, there's Metterbala, Kira, Zola, Torev, and Kosjinsky, and Sokolov, and Kopolov, Tukhevsky, and Kronovsky, and Shostakovich, Borat, Inglier, and Novakovsky, there's Lyadov, and Karganov, Barkevich, Panchenko, and Darbuminsky, Chervachevsky, Rabin, Vasilyenko, Stravinsky, Rimsky, Kosakov, Kuchorsky, and Grechaninov, and Lazunov, and Cesar, Kvikalini, Kamrafarinov, with this season introduction, 
I just want to say I'm very excited to be able to share my passion for Russian music and culture. And I hope you'll also find it interesting and useful. We will try to release the first episode of the second season next weekend. And it's going to be about the most difficult piano piece ever, uh, Mili Balakirev's Oriental Fantasy Islamie. In the meantime, our Instagram continues to give recommendations for musical events in and around Berlin. So stay tuned. And for now, bye-bye.